Welcome to Verbal Art, a podcast where we talk about artsy stuff in different locations. I already exist on the internet. So. I exist on the internet. Yeah. Okay, so we are recording. Um, yeah. Hi, welcome back to this podcast that still working title is called Verbal Art, but still has not been released, so I'm not sure, might change it. Um, I'm Senia Ram. And I'm interviewing my artist friends here in Helsinki about their visual arts, and we will try to talk about it with words. Today I'm here with uh, Juliana Irene Smith and Arvid van der Reit. Van der Reit, sounds van der Reit, good. Van yeah. yeah. Uh, Juliana from the States and Arvid from Holland. Yes. But both living here in Helsinki yes. together. Together. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you meet in Helsinki? No, we met at a supermarket art fair in Stockholm in 2016. 16, yeah. I was there from Cape Town with my project space, um, Alma Martha, and you were there with... With Filmex Garden, was my association. Yeah. So, uh, we were just met friendly. We had our booths next to each other, or kind yes. of in the same row. And then uh, six months later, nine months later, a little flirting on Facebook, and... <laughs> And here we are. And here yeah. we are with an almost four-year-old daughter and living in Helsinki. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And, and we uh, still like each other. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, and can you explain where we are physically right now? Yes, we're in the Wapan Taitantilan. It's a school uh, run by students, or school, a place run by students and, and funded by the Art Academy or the Arts uh, University. Yeah, the name it was Finnish, and it, in English it would be the Free Art Space. So yes. it's a venue space uh, facilitated by the Student Union of um, the University of the Arts in Helsinki. Yeah, and it's a really interesting space. It's like a bunker. Uh, it looks a bit like a cave. Like it's long. It's like the space we use is like at least 50 meters long. Um, it's a very specific space. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it literally is a war shelter, but then um, painted white and um, has like basic amenities for modern use. Yeah. 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 And you can book this space as a student and organize whatever you want in it, almost whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> and I like that because I find in Helsinki this process of applying to spaces a year and a half in advance and often paying rent very foreign as a foreigner <laughs> in fact you have to pay to exhibit and here you don't have to pay and actually there's a small stipend um, which is nice and it allows you to do stuff that is maybe in process not quite finished or just to experiment without the pressure of yeah without the pressure <laughs> so I'm really happy to be here and you can be more loud here and late and compared to many Yeah, uh, galleries well, 10 o'clock, but yeah. Yeah, it's only yeah. the 10 o'clock thing. Really? Uh, yes, yeah. they have, they do have neighbors, and there have been complaints. Yeah, okay. So, mm. if you have loud events, they have to stop at 10. Oh, okay. So, that's the only a pity. Not for me. I have a small child. I'm good. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> and um, so this is a duo exhibition yes. of the two yeah. of you. And what is it called? More please. More please. More please. Our daughter often. We would like to eventually or soon start uh, a non-profit collective sort of host of other people's work as well. And we were thinking of uh, titles for that. And 
something sort of universal. And we thought, oh, if we're applying for funding, wouldn't that be funny if they said, we should give more to more please. More like, oh, more please wants money. And yeah. Yeah, and also more please to offer something that is like more than what is offered in Helsinki. Yeah. There's a, of course, there's an art scene and like established places, and uh, but there are a lot of like these classical white box spaces. So, uh, more please will be a platform to to all kinds of things and go it's, further um, without like limitations, hopefully, or like yeah, push and also it. yeah, and not to think is this artist is not artist. Yeah. This would just be a vehicle to organize things and do do stuff. Play a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So not uh, only as a commercial frame, but no commercial. No, frame. no, no commercial no. frame. No, no, no. Because no. no, we both have like backgrounds in organizing that is like yeah. non-profit kind of. Yeah, yeah. We, we both have like international networks, and we have like many friends that do interesting <laughs> stuff. Yeah, and it's nice to invite <laughs> exactly. people over to do stuff. Like if they are in like uh, in the neighborhoods, if they are in, in the, one of the Nordic countries, to be able to invite them over and to do something. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whatever they do, if they play music, if they do theater, whatever, yeah. performance, That's whatever. Really nice. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so this is the first uh, yeah, step test. on yeah. a long road of something. Yes. Yeah, yes. We, we're using ourselves as guinea pigs. <laughs> But that's always a good place to start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, visually, can you explain to our listeners what we are looking at here? Okay, so um, there are many artworks of mine that are hung throughout the space, almost in like a banner-esque form. Um, I'm inspired by Vivian Sutter's way of hanging, even though her work is very abstract and mine's quite literal. It's a personal journey of multiple traumas, and uh, Arvid calls it rainbow catharsis. <laughs> um, yeah, and just like recovery through the shit, and then using a lot of English text and humor as a release. Um, there's a lot of old fabrics and uh, found fabrics. Um, collaged with uh, personal photos throughout my life, all taken by me or then found from my grandparents' house. Um, mixed with text, paint, whatever kind of... Yeah, does that explain my aspect of Yeah, it's like a textiles work. It's very, it's very colorful, it's very direct. Um, like you said, they're, they are verbal, so there's like really short uh, forward sentences that express uh, certain things. Sad fuck, freak here, flower fucker, I can <laughs> yeah. see from here. Loser. Cheap cunt, yeah. loser. So it's very colorful, very, a lot of pastella, a lot of uh, bright patterns and like naive uh, yeah. children's drawings almost yeah. and then almost graffiti or children's scribbling. Why children? Like, I don't know, because why, of why? the font, because of the, because, yeah. yeah, because of the, this, stylistic uh, letter choice or font choice I, I don't know because yeah. sometimes I was like because like yes I wanted to be like but and the spacing the way the spacing of the of the letters and of the words next yeah. to each other seems like um, because if my child yeah. ever wrote fly fuck or fly we'd have a conversation <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah I don't know I think it's just the way that it looks like it almost has been cropped up from the wallpaper where someone has uh, written okay. yeah, with exactly. uh, yeah, yeah. crayons on the yes. floor yeah. Yeah. okay yeah that I can yeah yeah like it, that the fabrics almost look like uh, colorful 
wallpapers and then yeah. and the spacing of it and how it's like just placed kind maybe of central. Maybe teenage, but, I think, is yeah. more. Or maybe, maybe teenage. Then, yeah. Maybe yeah. even like it's it's the it's maybe the unfilteredness of it. Yeah. It's like there's no filter, <laughs> so there's no um, no. Uh, ambition to make art but just to get things out yeah okay so, um, yeah, that I, yeah but i mean there's also a difference to talking about the form or the content so mm -hmm. like the form can be reminiscent of childish uh, form or mm -hmm. or youth something but then the content can be different yeah okay yeah. yeah yeah so what you see like in the space the, all these banners are like hang out it's like almost like walking through like a diary and uh, there's many personal things uh, well, yeah, yeah. It's everything is personal, <laughs> so you you can really walk through it. It's like quite immersive. Like it's quite a big space, but it's it is filled in, in some kind of way. It's like a long. You would have to really walk through this exhibition. What we will also do yeah. after yeah. talking because it's how many meters did you measure? Is it? Well, I think until the wall in the end, it's like fifty or sixty meters. So we. Yeah. Uh, at least our part is like 40 meters long or something. I'm American, don't ask me in meters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so 40 meters long and like, uh, what, 8 meters wide or something? Yeah, something like that, 8, 9 meters. So yeah. a fairly, like a lot of works packed into like this tunnel. You have put yes. a lot of elements here, a lot of yeah, pieces. Lot. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, I didn't put any paperwork, but just fabric work. Except for the boxes. Yeah, and it's the... The second time we do something together, but I think this is the most like, successful, uh, well thought through. Yeah. So um, the other time we didn't collaborate. No, now we would uh, like my work was really like based on her work. So um, yeah, so the space is like intertwined with um, video monitors and projections yes. to the walls and to the fabrics and, yeah, and to some objects to like small wide cutout screens placed around the fabric. So yeah, your your pieces are really like uh, interlacing. Yes, and also I use some like uh, uh, video monitors, like this uh, uh, surveillance cameras. So they do pick up some elements. Sometimes it's pointed at a work of Juliana or like installation of Juliana, and you will see it like uh, at some other place on a screen or in a projection. Oh, so you're filming in the space yes. and showing in the space, so yes. it becomes this uh, loop. Yes, mm. it's like this live video. Yeah. So when people walk through the exhibition, they become part of some. Yes, of the sometimes works? they can block something, or sometimes they can see themselves, but. Mm. Um, you won't notice it like very directly, but if you pay some attention, you can see yourself. Yeah, yeah because it's very distorted, psychedelic, what is happening. Yes, exactly. Well, we so. were talking about it yesterday. There is a lot of club culture element, like how as a young person, maybe, and going through stuff, the home wasn't always, well, at least in my case, wasn't the safe space. So then going out to the club and listening to music sort of allowed you the release. And I kind of like that sort of club-esque element and I think the space really adds to that there's like you know there's no windows in the space and then you have the sounds of at least my first club experiences going out and also your first club experiences going out yeah. and it's also this because there's quite a lot going on if you walk around here and so the sounds they mix together there's a lot of flickering lights and super saturated images also the work of Juliana is like very colorful mm. so it's like uh, quite of a sensory overload yeah a lot of glitch feeling yes uh, also but it's also too like for me it's like it's a form of escapism yeah uh, like you word. can like drown yourself in it and then you can focus more on yourself 
instead of like there's so much going on so there's more space to focus on yourself although it sounds contradictory <laughs> um, you can blend in and then yeah. I would say if you are literally like a transposed into the works from your like hidden surveillance cameras and then suddenly you appear <laughs> you as part of the glitched music videos with these like 80s <laughs> tracks then you really do blend into the work yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean I think I know enough of both of your um, practices to see that it's quite um, in your style what you have both done like uh, you have chosen uh, some kind of like visual language that you often work with individually, but were these works created for this occasion or are they like an assembly? For Juliana, it's like the past two years. Yeah, it it's just not been... all the work I've ever done this two years, but it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. but you, you work in a way that you just like create these outputs. Yeah. It's like you just work on it every time. Mass production. Well, not, yeah, like it depends. Like I'll go through sort of waves, you know, mm. just like waves of like. And then other times where I'm like, okay, I need, I need a break. <laughs> yeah. For me, I just made this work, like the, the, the visual material is especially for this uh, exhibition. Mm. So. But it is very true to your style. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. of course. And but it's, it's nice like, to see how it, well it works together like this. Yeah, and like now I really like drenched everything in nostalgia. So like all the video material is like 80s. Well, this one from the 90s. But it's all <laughs> 80s, like video clips, like really like MTV... Uh, MTV culture. Your work so. in general has a lot of nostalgia. Yes, of and course. History. But this is the first time I use like um, this is ready-made material. It's yeah, like okay. all the material is there already. I just like remixed it and uh, made some like uh, sample material. Example, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can really call it found footage when it has been broadcast on MTV. But no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it's chopped up and it's like. Uh, um, Oh, you cannot really. There's several it. layers. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, of course you will, because the figures are like icons. It's like it's, it's like mm. you see Madonna, you see Tom Petty, uh, Billy Idol, Kim Wilde, the Pesh Mode. Yeah. But they are distorted in colors and uh, crops and. Yeah, but still, like if you go walk through it and you are next to a screen, the, the loops are quite small, but it's like you have these like very strong sentences, like. And it's like it's very funny because like Juliana work is also with short sentences, but it's like um, quite heavy. Mm. But all these eighties clips, they are like very positive. Like it's like Kim Wilde is like uh, all the kids in America. We like we go out and dance. <laughs> and the idol is dancing. Like everyone is young and like positive. And um, Tom Petty says we go out in the into the. Uh, it great wide open. Great wide. Okay, I shouldn't yeah, say well, <laughs> Apologies. It's all that, all that stuff. Like, and, uh, and Cindy Lobris telling about like love and true, true colors. Yeah, yeah. New Order is also about love. So it's all like. like Depeche Mode says, you know, why should we be so awful? So at least there are somebody is. <laughs> but it is this like uh, super coated, the candy cotton uh, lyrics, and also in the visuals, it's like it's. Yeah, because it's very kitschy in a way, and like. Uh, I would say that's what differs it from like, because in the eighties also this like glitchy lo-fi uh, video art was also really a thing. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it was very dark. Yes. Somehow, like oh, it was yeah, very true. dark in the colors, um, and here maybe it's also because this bunker, even though it has no windows, it's painted white and the floor is like light gray, so it's very there's a lot of light in here somehow, yeah. and then with your works, Juliana, that are like 
really like quite like light feeling with this fabric hanging and batik pastel colors and then I don't know it all just it's not so dark as the 80s it's really it no. has been brought to this well you know but it's, it's like there's it's been this, some recovery <laughs> but it's dark in the way that it's like um, that is deceiving like all these 80s clips are deceiving like it's not the Things are not good. Like, Deceiving there's pastels. so many, there's so many people with like, uh, with like, uh, traumatic uh, youth, and still like all these, all these video clips are mm. only focused on like positive. Like the world mm-hmm. is open, you can do anything, and we should be happy and party. And uh, so it's also a bit cynical. So, mm. And that's why you chose to have so much of the actual lyrics because it's quite yes. important. Yes, mm. and it's also because like, also. I'm really interested in the, in the in the way that they are like rooted so deeply in you. It's like because it's a lot about childhood and like things you experienced in the past. But it's all these like it's pop culture and it doesn't mean anything, but it's so deeply rooted in you. And so there is like uh, it does mean it means a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting. So, and the things you see as a child and listen to, like they they decide or like they um, make to what kind of things you have like resonate in in, in your adult life. Um, I think it's a really interesting uh, concept or phenomena. 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 <laughs> Singular. Uh, maybe uh, just a quick uh, deeper. Uh, dip into your uh, techniques. So you work with video and sound and you mainly work with analog video, no? Or? Yeah, this is analog video, but yeah, but I work mainly like with live. I'm really interested in the, in the live thing of it. So, um, and if it's digital video, analog video, like for me, it doesn't really matter, but I really like to use with, um, a medium that's easy, easily accessible for me, uh, which, which I can work, and uh, of course I choose some things with for aesthetical reasons mm. or conceptual reasons. But I'm not really um, like binded to one medium. Uh, but yes, uh, here I use like analog video. Uh, and for our listeners who don't um, know all these uh, terms, what do you mean when you say live video? Live video is like that um, the image you see, like the things that are happening in the space when you experience them, are happening right now. It's not played from like a file, although there is now, but it's the, they are generated here. So there's live cameras that film and broadcast. And I'm also, the live element is that some things react to each other or to sound. So. Um, that it's not something that is programmed and played, but like in the end there's a flicker, but that's connected to the sound you hear. So it flickers in a certain tempo, but it's because the things you hear, because of the things you hear. So will it always be a different experience for everyone in the space at different times? Well, only slightly in this case. Okay. Because in this case, there's many like fixed screens, so and the uh, things that are like uh, uh, influenced by uh, passerbys are not super strong, so um, it will be quite similar always. Mm-hmm. 
And one more uh, word explanation if there are anyone listening who thought, what does that mean? So analog video is all the old school stuff, what you would have like on video rolls in the old cinema or on uh, VHS tapes uh, in that kind of video. And digital video is what you have on a computer. Yeah. Like the new yeah. stuff. What you yeah. <laughs> So when the video cameras started getting really small is when it went from analog to digital. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it's funny, like the material I use for the video clips, um, of course I edit it on the computer, so now they, they are digital. But it's still, yeah, but actually since you chose old music videos, they were analog. They were analog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though I, they were shown on the TV. <laughs> but then I like capture them from the internet and uh, so they're, they're digital, mm. but now I'm like sending them through cables so I they are like uh, um, transferred to like analog again yeah like <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah it's for me that's actually also it's really not interesting no okay yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> and uh, Juliana what uh, do you you have maybe many techniques in play here well I mean or... I have a photography background uh, Arvid was explaining What's her background? Well, I'm not a painter. <laughs> uh, I have a photography background and then a, a master's in public art. So I think with the with me always, it's less about like making something. Well, I mean, it is visual, but I think the content is really important. Like finding a, a way to like have a viewer relate and not have something I could I struggle with research based art that is like so high that not just anybody from the outside could enjoy and I want my work to be approachable and relatable tell a story but also allow for room for somebody else's story to relate and I think that's why I do try to keep it simple and use colors and use words that we're like yeah fuck, shit happens, and shit happens more than once, and how do I do with deal with that? And there's good days, and there's bad days, and how do we process it? So, yeah. So, the, does the visual side become like a conceptual means for you? I think so. It... Like, they're not really... I think they work better as a whole, because then you get a fuller picture of the story. What was the question? <laughs> no, just like a, a little bit more technical uh, look into your techniques or medium here. It's a hard question. What is my technique? Do you like paint or dye the fabrics yourself or are they all found? No, the fabrics are all found. There's one in here that, or one or two that is like used with pigment. Or like the white sheet has then uh, watercolor on it, mm. um, but no, I mean, the, a lot of the fabrics are like retro sheets or curtains, things found in the household, which then again brings me back to like maybe not just my trauma but my mother's trauma and intergenerational trauma. Um, I think Finland has a really amazing uh, textile, retro textiles, and I'm kind of drawn to them. They're all about the patterns. They're all about the patterns uh, and the retro, and yeah, I definitely use that, mix them up. And then you paint directly on the... I paint directly on them. I use some of the photos are 
unique art, like they're one of a kind. I won't, I don't have the negatives anymore. Um, so in that way, it elevates it again to like the preciousness. Like the first one we see, Blue Ghost, has two photos that I. That's it. Those are the photos. I and they're just glued onto the fabric. They're glued onto the fabric. So in that way, my it becomes part of my like. Well, also I think I was thinking about this like. We often just photograph the happy moments in our history. You have photo albums like, oh, it's Christmas, it's your birthday. Duh. And we don't ever, you don't ever get the, the bad stuff documented in the photo album, rarely. I mean, maybe other, but so this is a way to combine kind of the photo album with also like behind the doors. There's often a lot of bad things happening. So there's, that is something that I interested in so your selection of photos here are like the dark sides of the photo album mixed yeah yeah there's a lot of self-portraits which i didn't quite realize until i put them all up and i was like oh there's me again there's me <laughs> there's my mother there's my uncle there's that so yeah but i don't think i'm stuck on like one technique i like the fabric because of how it hangs and the fluidity of it this idea of a tent or a safe space, perhaps, when in fact, in my house, it wasn't a safe space. So all these curtains and sheets and stuff, it didn't have its, or it unfortunately was used in an improper, like there's imprepared, impropriety with it. Yeah. Hello. Mm. Yes. No, but it's nice. I like the collage effects. And um, when I do my laundry, I, okay. I really, sometimes photograph the clothing rack as well with all my uh, yeah. I have a lot of colorful socks yeah. with patterns yeah. so I have a lot of like portraits of my um, socks drying in colorful collage uh, visuals like this yes I yeah. used to also do that when I hung my laundry sort of in a rainbow and then photograph mm. my rack so I was like oh it's a rainbow mm. yeah it's nice um, and so how was your process together with this yours are created over several years you say i think it, this is two years two years once my child was napping a little bit and i stopped breastfeeding so i didn't have to nap with her i had a little time and i started these so yeah yeah and so when you decided you wanted to do this exhibition did uh, did you then start like uh, working toward like a common goal of, or no, with this, I just, I just knew. Okay, with this space, paper works. I have a lot of works on paper that are like, but the walls are kind of curved and sort of a cave-like. Very bulgy. You can't yeah. really hang much on them. Yeah. So I knew paper wouldn't work, so I decided to stick to the fabric works. But no, when we, I, we sort of, I made sort of a piles of like yes, no, maybe, and then the maybes became sculptures, and then the yeses, we just laid them out and then just it was really intuitive yeah and, it's what we, and we knew that it's like we, we just decided like we have this space we have this time slot of a week mm. so what we do is we bring the work in and we know we're gonna hang it i know i want to do something with some live feeds and uh, with complimentary videos but we just have to make it here so we just have to start here uh, and um, of course we have a floor map but that is not very helpful if you want to really try out stuff. So yeah. it's also like 
it's great to, to it's an opportunity to like work while installing so yeah we took our time with that yeah and it's like it's not like that you thinking out it's going to be like this like this this but you have to like on the spot itself you have to create it and see what works and what doesn't work or um, and it really is a large sculptural installation. Like mm. even your video monitors have been somehow assembled and placed as sculptures in the middle of the space, mm. together with fabrics. I, from what I can see here, so like you have yeah. built these like physical sculpture islands around on the floor, and and yeah. So there's also um, I've always loved sculpture but I don't have that technical skill or I haven't quite gotten there but so the others with the Kim Wilde the kids in America uh, all the old photographs that we used to exchange during high school um, those are placed on um, food boxes and painted with and made just be sculptural elements and these were these are the kids of America yeah. <laughs> these yeah. were people I knew and they're kind of made to be like little it's almost building sculptures. Yeah, and they they turn almost into like little shrines. Yeah, um, mm. shrines. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so I don't know. Like, is there anything we, I have forgotten to ask that you would like? Do you want to walk through the space? Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, yeah, maybe if we walk through and then uh, go just like to the end and back because I think we cannot talk into the okay. mic while we are walking. I think the sound will be too loud there. Yeah, okay. Exactly. okay. So if we walk to the end and back so that the audience can like have a an experience of of immersing themselves. Yeah. Okay. If they are older than 40, they will recognize all the songs. <laughs> Come on, 35. Oh, of course, yeah, it is iconic songs. So, uh... Yeah, I will try to control the level of the song.
that nice? I mean, it's. I really am curious how this experience will be for people who can't physically be in it because it's it's very um, haptic in the space somehow. Like it's a very spatial experience. Yeah. <laughs> so it's no, but that's part of the experiment with this. If we can like explain visual art yeah, that's with yeah, words, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think the soundscape helps a lot. I don't know if, yeah, probably some of the acoustics will transfer as well. Yeah. Oh, that's one thing. How do you? I, I mean, I assume that it's longer time ago since you applied for the space at this time. Um, how do you feel about exhibiting in a war shelter now? Yeah. It's like <laughs> Considering when we are recording this, uh, it's a bit more than a week since uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. And in Helsinki, uh, since we're a neighboring country to Russia, not part of NATO, like, for instance, uh, a week ago, I would say almost, my student housing sent me an email about like how to relate uh, to a potential radiation uh, situation really? and where the nearest shelter is and that they have allocated like two iodine tablets per, uh, per person living there. So the, this is the, the Helsinki situation. So I have been a bit curious for because most of the public shelters in the city are rented out for creative spaces for mm. artist studios or venues like this. Yeah. So how how have this been for well, you? Well, we have avoided it. Of course, like it's in my mind all the time. But um, well, you've made some comments like, "Here's yes. the best place to be." Like, yeah, true. but it's also that like, Juliana yeah. is like is very anxious, so um, it is something I try to avoid talk about here. Um, well, we haven't gotten the tablets. I've asked if we should get them, but they're sold out. Yeah, they're sold out. But we, I mean, we do have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a difficult one because, yeah, anxiety. We're like, okay, we have our passports if we need to steal a car and get the fuck out. No, it was not like, I was just wondering, like, how it feels to present something creative and, like, you talk about, like, these traumas and anxiety. I know mm. they might be from a different area of life. or but, Right, yeah. But still, like, for instance, with Kino Club, our uh, video collective that I have on the side, we are now organizing a solidarity anti-war mm. screening. Yeah, I saw that, and for yeah. that one, we didn't even consider asking for this space because it would be too much. I too feel. literal. Too much to put people inside a war shelter yeah. in the time yeah. of war and yeah. show films about war and like the emotional uh, pressure of mm -hmm. that or the trigger potential. Yeah. But for me, there's, it's it's much bigger. like and Because um, like, my work seems like very colorful and um, like um, how do you say it? Quite laid back and, and maybe even like nonsensical in a way. But um, like in that, I'm like I'm very serious in that. Like um, um, war is is so much around us. And now for for many people, it has come very close. But it is like in my life it's, it's, it's always been present so like uh, and all traumas that family members like experience they are passed on so um, just this thing of like being displaced leaving the country have like it's also part of what I am of my culture I'm like I come from the Dutch colony so uh, and although I'm Dutch like and my 
great-grandparents were Dutch. They come from the colony and they were like displaced after the war. So they have never felt at home. So, um, and for me, like, it's, it's a very important thing. And in, in my art also, like, um, I'm, like, I'm ironic and cynical, but... But also I'm, not. No, but also not. I'm, I'm really serious about the nonsense, because the, in the end, like, it's the only thing, like, yeah, uh, that's where we what really we can do. Like, it's like, that's the only thing we can do. It's yeah. like, try to make something good out of whatever shit we're in. Like, wow. uh, I think that's really where our overlap is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, for me being so close to Russia, I lived in Palestine three years, like in Ramallah, so like I don't, I'm not afraid of what, like obviously Yeah, you have also lived in this, like you've lived in Palestine. I've lived in South Africa, like precarious situations, but the, from the nuclear thing is quite uh, this is like whoa, like but war and tragedy and refugees and the disgrace of it all. It's always some war going the, yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, and it's good to be in this shelter here. Like my my great grandfather, my great uncles. My my, uh, I had three brothers of my grandmother, and they were like in Nagasaki when the atom bomb dropped there. They were working in mines as like prisoners of war there, and they survived. They were in a safe place deep down in like in this like, cave-like structure. So are like, we gonna get the item? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't stress too much. No. I, I think it is no. a wonderful thing also in in Helsinki that all of these shelters exist, they are maintained, and then that they are utilized yes. uh, as creative spaces like this. It, uh, and the rule is just that they need to be able to clear them within 72 hours. Yes. The fire department was here checking the alarms while we exactly. were installing yeah. and, um, yeah, I guess checking the upkeep of Yeah, things. and this is big because there's like the theaters on the other side. This is like really a big. A lot of them are big. I have yeah. been in several. Okay. And they're maintained okay. very well, like with the the, the pressure is like uh, is controlled. Uh, the Ventilation. Yeah, yes. they're super uh, maintained. Yeah, so yeah, every like little space here has like water supply. Mm -hmm. So there's running water wherever you go, wherever you close the doors. Which is also why you can actually have events here. That yeah. Yeah. it's it's very uh, accommodating. Yes. You can have a lot of like electrical gear here. They're like, mm, you, you can have a lot of people. It really functions. Yeah. 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 But, oh yeah, it's, uh, I think that was a nice way to put it, to be serious about the nonsense. And I would agree that your visual language overlaps a lot also, not just the content about that, but also here, maybe it's for this exhibition especially, but... Yeah, I think we'll work together again now. Mm. <laughs> I mean, we, before we didn't really we've exhibited in the same space but not so overlapping and yeah do you feel like your uh, individual works have like attuned more and more towards each other through the time you've known each other or like no. have you impacted each other no but th this for this show we knew we would work together mm. so and I also really made well, you to work more. with that with the focus on that so um, no but our work is not? It's very different. Yeah. yeah, it's very different. Yeah, but even your graduation work from last year, it had the same colorful, playful yes. collage, uh, sculptural, yes. spatial yeah. feel. Yeah, I mean that could have also mm -hmm. fitted quite well with these fabrics. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. But if you were to look at them separate, you wouldn't really automatically think that they would work so well together. I think. 
But I think the, the maybe the biggest uh, uh, thing we have in common is that it's like um, well, mm. how we look at the world, just being partners and like our sense of understanding. Yeah, and we also like like to put things out there. Yeah, like um, um, we're not like constrained or like careful in our gestures. We just like to put it out. Polite, there. but unfiltered. Yes. Yeah, more please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more please or sad fuck as it says on the <laughs> poster work. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, the biggest self portrait right in the middle. Sad fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think it's good to uh, be able to expose yourself also in what you do. <laughs> that I do. <laughs> there may not be any nudity, but everything else is there. Is there no nudity? The one is that's really naked is at our house. I oh, think. okay. Yeah. It's, it's just in yeah. our world. So yeah. <laughs> for the kids to see. Yeah. No? <laughs> oh, but thank you for sharing your uh, combined teenage angst yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the world. <laughs> thank um, you. Do you have any websites or Instagrams or something that you want to share with the people? www.julianareelsmith.org <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, he's Arvid Emotional on Instagram, and I'm Julianne Irene Smith on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a website, but it's um... it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you have to change that. I mean, I know you have a website. Also, oh, yeah. also impossible to contact you through it because yeah, you I, have no contact info. I, but I did change it when you really. When you said oh, that's it. really yes. good. Yeah, it's really good. Yes. <laughs> no, well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just I struggle with the concept of documenting. Uh, I feel it's so disconnected yeah. with he making works art. So much so. with analog and film and stuff, but then documenting. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I also forget sometimes. I'm so busy. I like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, it's just it's another thing. It's like, it has nothing to do with art or what you do. But then you have to. I've become a lot better at it uh, also... after studying art. Like it really has um, with all these like suddenly when you face all these portfolio uh, requirements all yeah. the time and you yeah, realize yeah. that you have done amazing things that are, you'd have absolutely no proof of. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fine. I also because, like it. Yes. I mean, I like the concept of yes. things that only existed in a specific time and space, but then yeah. when you're applying for a grant for the next <laughs> one, you really want to actually prove that you can do something. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, I really appreciate having conversations, and thank you, because it, it's also a release, you know? It's like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing that. All right, cool. Thank you very much. <laughs> Okay, well, um, one thing I have realized when listening to a lot of podcasts is it's really annoying when people don't know how to end them. So okay. I think we will just say bye. Yes. Thank bye. you. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it.